goodness gracious. I'll tell you what. That is good times. <sighs> Get a bell in early on in the show here. Very nice. Very nice. It's good times. You know, wife in the background making random straight comments. Woohoo! Lovely. It's lovely. <sighs> Let's see what's going on here. Man. All right. Up and going, up and going, everybody ready. Look at that. Should be hidden up here just a second. Woo! Hey, look at that. Let's see here. Apparently nobody cares about uh, headlines today. That's all right. Get a few things in here as we wait for the... Actual radio show to start. Boo do do do. Do 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 do. Yeah, I heard about the Trumpy Bear, which is a real commercial. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, I'm not going to talk about that. That is such a silly thing. Terrible, terrible stuff. Why would anybody come up with some. Well,. I know why, because it's going to make them a lot of money. That's why they came up with Trumpy Bear. But, oh, it's so bad. It's like, why did they come up with Teddy Bear? Well, hey, Erica, how's it going? Goodness gracious. Nicole. Nicole, you actually have to join the group to chat. I, I'm not going to check over there on the uh, on the Lantern's Buzz. <laughs> oh goodness gracious look at all this oh yeah yeah definitely um no no not at all <sighs> hey at least you know it doesn't look like just dirt on my upper lip anymore you know so that's good <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, cool, cool. Look at this. <laughs> All right. Got a bunch of stories, a whole bunch of headlines. Ah, <sighs> Court of Appeals. My goodness, my goodness. What are we going to do here? All right. Radio show starting in 10 seconds. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. You can find us pretty much everywhere. Um, by that, I mean we are live right now on video. When you go to forward slash DOA show on Facebook and the YouTubes and the Twitters, uh, you can also find us on the Mojo stream at Mojo50Radio. That's also Mojo50Radio on the Facebook page. Uh, yes, Nicole, that means right there. That would work out just fine. You could also find us on the radio on Mojo 5 
um.com as well um we're also broadcast live on like 15 different streams um and anywhere you can find podcasts we are there just you know kind of look for us by name um if you do go to our website doaeshow.com you can go there you can become a defender with us it's five dollars a month fifty dollars a year and if you do go annual not anal annual um that uh, also allows you a shirt you can either get this one right here with the eagle logo or you can get the i see what you did there t-shirt because i see what you did there Anyway, and if you do follow us on Twitter, you can use that hashtag for all your ifs, ands, or buts, or things that you find that are funny. We love to see them, including everything you post, Erica. We love to see all of those things. (sighs) Hello, all. Hey, Donna, and Erica, and Nicole, and my dad. Nice to see you there. It's kind of cool. All right. Let's get to it. So, here are just a brief synopsis of the headlines coming out um obviously trumpy bear came through at the beginning of the week and then you know uh trump's wife is trying to fire people out of the wing and oh flake uh jeff flake pledges to block votes on judges until the Mueller bill goes into the senate then battle brower county election supervisor suggests she'll step down probably not Firefighters uh, corral the big California fires, but uh, challenges still remain. Uh, Hopes and prayers and also effort. By the way, um, we are supporting, or I am anyway, um, supporting what I can with um, going through the blaze with Mercury One. Um, They're doing a huge, awesome job out there. And uh, take a look at what they do. Um, Go support them if you can. Um, Let me see. Brexit deal is finally clearing its first hurdles. Um, So many things. Mexico is going to legalize marijuana. Mexico's bees are moving to Cuba. You know, all these funny different things. Um, I don't care about any of those things. I'm joking. I do care about them, but that's not what I want to talk about tonight. Uh, First thing that I want to get to is uh, United States Court of Appeals, a Michael Gould versus the district uh, for the district of versus the district of Massachusetts Commonwealth and uh, the Brooklyn Police Department. You see, apparently. Gould was arrested for having a gun on him, even though he had license to do so. Um, I was trying to dig through all of the things, but uh, I'm actually reading the direct transcript from the uh, Court of Appeals, uh, their their opinion, uh, their opinion pieces for the ruling that they had. Uh, the big deal about this is that they decided to be as literal as possible um, with... Pull up the statute. Gosh. Uh, The D.C. versus Heller ruling, um, which was mainly that uh, it was for your home. It was for protection of your home and nothing else. Um, That's where Massachusetts and the Court of Appeals is kind of 
kind of throwing it out there. They're saying, you know, the DC versus Heller, that's where we're going to rule on. Um, you know what? You can have a gun. Um, you can have a license for that gun, but you cannot carry that gun around anywhere um, in the area where we caught you. Um, so it went uh, through the district district courts, everything else. They upheld the ruling, and uh, now it's gone through the U.S. Court of Appeals and in the First Circuit. And that First Circuit Court of Appeals has now upheld the previous rulings from the district court judges. So that's probably going to get pushed to the Supreme Court. Um, so look for that next year, maybe. Um, cause I don't, I don't see that stopping a man who's, who's saying he has the right to bear arms. Um, he has a license to bear arms and he was open carrying, um, and getting arrested for it. So that's not good. Um, never, never good. There's a lot more that can come from that. And, uh, I hope that gets pushed forward into the Supreme Court, not because I think that, uh, you know, Gorsuch is actually going to do anything good with that. Um, he might, but Gorsuch is a very, um, jurisprudence sort of guy. He's a guy that's, uh, very, he's very big on what was the previous rulings on this type of case. And that's the way I'm going to go. Um, he's very middle of the road. I really don't like where he's going with it. I just also didn't like the fact that he was being accused of being a rapist. Which we also explained, and uh, you can go find the articles where we went through that step by step. Okay, Um, another thing I wanted to talk about here was uh, the Women's March. The Women's March, uh, they were actually supposed to get an award for you for uh, humanitarian uh, human rights. They were supposed to get this big human rights award going through... There's a problem. You see, you can't win a human rights award and also be anti-Semitic. And somebody figured it out. Of course, you know, I say that, but at the same point in time, we know for a fact, everybody here knows for a fact that anybody's listening here, um, that that isn't always the truth. You see, for all the harping that the left does about, uh, you know, the rhetoric for Trump and the right wing fueling anti-Semitism, one of the organizations that's um, least accurately pinpointed on the sources, the Women's March, a radical left feminist movement, is often presented with the very high profile protests uh, that you'll see all over. And, and, and for the past few months, you know, all the women leading in one chant or another, you know, all rich white men are bad, Republican bad, you know, all those people bad, you know, Justin Kavanaugh bad, you know, all of that mess. And among their leaders was Linda Sarsour, or is. She's uh, pro-Sharia law. Um, she, <laughs> uh, let me see, She she's a big friend of Louis Farrakhan. She's a huge anti-Semite. Um... And apparently, the Women's Right March was supposed to get the, uh, what is it, Frederick Ebert Foundation's um, Human Rights Award. 
they were going to present the the award to to the women's march and to the leaders of the women's march until they found out that uh you know all the leaders were anti anti-semites and uh they hated jews all around and they want they 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 were big into the bds movement uh by the way that's not bdsm except for technically it is bdsm because it's boycott divest sanction movement so technically it is bdsm but it's not that bdsm i've just got to make sure that you guys know it's not that bdsm it's the other bdsm so among other things you know they were they were up in arms about you know women's rights and all that all, all that junk and they were the ones that were dressing up in the um what is that the the maid uh what's that show the maids that you handmaid's tale they were the ones that dressing up in the handmaid's tale outfits and like oh they're going to bring us back to the like olden days except for the fact that this handmaid's tale wasn't isn't about the olden days it's about an oppressive government that you know tries to control women's rights to procreation and everything else, which is really funny because um, they're all about, you know, women's choice, and yet they want to control women's right. Anyway, um, nonetheless, Linda Sarsour, along with multiple other leaders of the women's rights movement, are pretty much the reason why you can't trust them you know if you're a woman that's coming out and saying that you need to be pro-sharia law that also means that you need to be uh anti-women's rights um because sharia law is has has nothing to do with women's rights um it also means that you're anti-everybody but muslim and the correct form of muslim uh the islamist muslim not the you know everybody get along sort of Muslim, not the, not the, you know, the Medina version, you know, uh, uh, before, uh, before they founded their own, uh, their own society and then started making war with everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, no big deal there, right? Not, not a big, not a big, big issue at all. Um, you know, no big deals, no problem there. You know, she just, you know, wants to be friends with Louis Farrakhan, who was out recently chanting death to America, death to the Jews, um, calling Jews termites on Twitter and everything else. And she's there standing right next to him being like, yes, we are great friends and wonderful partners and women should support this rapist. I don't know if he actually is, but he is a racist. Anyway, we will be right back right after this. That's a rough first segment, I gotta say. That was terrible transitioning on my part. Sorry, guys. Let me see here. Armed bears carrying open containers while driving. Yes. Um, That is a terrible idea. Terrible idea. Don't arm bears. Yes, there is a beard on my chin. See? It's there. It's there. There's something there. And it still itches. Not as bad as it did, but it still itches. I see. Oh, man. Anti-Semite. 
Yeah, they don't like to give human rights awards to anti-Semites and bigots. Yeah, that's true. No, see, that's the thing. Um, we don't ban, we don't burn books. We don't burn books. Actually, the that's one of the worst things you could do. There you go. Um, worst things you could do um, is burn a book. What you want to do is you want to read the book, know what those people think and say, and then you can actually teach others to do the same thing. You see, um, people say that Thomas Jefferson was a uh, a, a man of all religions, um, when in fact he was just a very scholarly man that wanted to understand everybody. And since you know the entire thing about you know all those all those times where he went to the Muslim nations at the time where they were mainly just a whole bunch of pirates and telling them hey look um how about we fix this they say no because our religion says that we can destroy you kill you slave you and take all of your things because you aren't our religion um so good job trying to be diplomatic and all but we don't care about you or your faith uh you're nothing but something we can steal from and take from um and so he went, and he actually had the first Quran published in English so that Americans could read it and understand it, learn it, and know who their enemy was. Because at the time, their true enemy, <laughs> and the reason why we have Marines, was be, was Muslim. Sorry to say. Islamicists were the reason why we have the Marines. Isn't that crazy? Anyway... She'll start back up in just a second. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody. You know, this is actually an article that I wanted to touch on a little bit more. Sorry, preemptive. You'll get it in a second. Um, mainly because I put it out there shoot, um, on Facebook a, a few days ago, and it got such attention. Um, very, very noticeable. So, I just wanted to bring it up in the show because, I mean, why not, right? So, this is from thepluralist.com, and here's the headline. Just because a woman puts a penis in her mouth doesn't mean she consented, said college sex expert. Gonna let that sink in. Quote, if you go in somebody's dorm room and she touches you and places your penis in her mouth, she has not conveyed consent. An educational consultant who advises students expelled from college for sexual misconduct describes a real-life circumstance in which one of her clients was found to not have obtained 
affirmative consent for sexual partners, um, even though the alleged victim had initiated sex by placing his penis in her mouth. See, in a piece for Tablet Magazine published this week, Kat Rosenfeld highlighted a an October exchange from a popular Radio Lab podcast between Caitlin Preset, uh, Prest, excuse me, Caitlin Prest, a sex-positive feminist, and a podcast producer who often discusses the issue of consent. Oh my gosh, guys! I'm sorry. Um, unless the it, it's it's kind of to the point now where it's uh, unless the guy says no in that point. Uh, no, 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 no. I need, I need, I need. I need, I need I, 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 <gasps> he's done, and it's not. It's it's over with all before it even started. Um, but really, at that point, if you cannot say. That at that point, she is given consent. And she was the one who initiated. That means he didn't do a thing. That means he was raped. She decided to play poker face. Like that, Erica. Good job. He didn't do a thing. She decided to place his penis in her top front hole without his action, without his approval. Now, it wasn't her front hole. It was her top front hole. See, we have to delineate between front holes and back holes and top holes and mouth holes, which is actually the pie hole. So she put a sausage in her pie hole um, instead of her front hole. What? <laughs> um, so that uh, she could then later claim that he was raping her in the face. You see, in a world where words hurt you, having your mouth full makes it a little difficult to say no. You see, it was on the tip of her tongue um, pretty much the entire time, but she just couldn't spit the words out. <sighs> Apparently, she was choking on them a little bit. Uh, I think I'm going to break the bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. See, this is like, they're saying that this is like a gray area, and the only thing they can come up to, ah, crap. The only thing that presents its, no, puts its, no, hard to swallow her pride. Yes. Okay. Um, Fifty Shades of Gray is what this is. And here's what I mean. Not only is that somewhat the color, but at the same point in time, 
I just can't get past this. And it it won't stop. <laughs> oh. Had to swallow her pride. Yes, can't breathe. Good. I'm glad. No problems. Uh, he raped my face. No. Uh, no. Actually, you raped him with your face. Uh, well, yes, it was his pride and her joy, I guess. Uh, or his joy and her pride. I don't know which. I can't uh, decide. And at this point, I think I'm just going to move on. <laughs> To this, climate scientists offer stunning responses to mistake in a major study on accelerated ocean warming. You see, scientists have admitted a mistake in in a major study that said that oceans are warming faster than previously thought. Uh, The Washington Post reported, uh, and and one of the study's co-authors offered this jaw-dropping response to all uh, to it all you see the study published in october 31st um in the journal nature concluded that the ocean is at the end of its previous estimates um and suggesting that the uh, rate of global warming itself could be more accelerate uh, could be more accelerated as well uh, the paper reported that there was there may be less time to fight greenhouse gases and emissions as a result. See, the Post covered the initial findings, and the scientists' conclusions drew considerable media attention. That's what she said. Um, and then they put a different set of eyes to take a look at it. You see, an independent Britain-based research Publish a uh, researcher published a lengthy blog post. He's a blogger. He's stupid about the major problems. Um, Lewis argued in, in past studies, the co- commentaries uh, that climate scientists are predicting too much warming because of their reliance on computer simulations, and their current data from the planet itself suggests global warming will be less severe than feared. You see. Lewis added to the post that uh, to read a large number of papers and to have a, a mathematics as well as a physics background, I tend to look at them quite carefully and see if they make sense. And where they don't make sense? With this one, it's fairly obvious it didn't make any sense. I looked into them more deeply. So what was the big issue? Um, well, he goes through all the all the schematics and all the information and everything else that's going through, and it come to find out they just you know they relied like you said they relied way too much on their information. They relied way too heavily on on the computer simulated setups and their preconceived notions, and pretty much let it out that uh, well wow. Sorry, um, that was that was delayed. Um, released it. No, that that won't work either. Um, put it into public. I uh, just anyway, they released their findings. Um, 
with too many preconceived notions. And as such, their numbers were way skewed. It's not really warming that much, and actually it's kind of cool. Anyway, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Man, I'll tell you what. Shoo-wee. I just keep, yes, I know I just keep backing into it. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Hey, you get that one, winner. Oh. <laughs> How much consent do you need? Oh, man. Yes, there there are multiple different holes. Um, so the back hole is also the lower back hole. Um, that depends. Are there any other back holes? I mean, there's multiple front holes. I just, I don't know for sure. There's multiple front holes. That I do know for sure. Um, back holes, that really depends. I mean, I, I once knew a guy that um, they had to have their, uh, they had to have a hole cut out so that they could poop. But that's that's a whole other story. Um, you know, maybe you get another hole ripped into you. I mean, maybe they're talking about your ears then at that point that you're like side back sort of holes at that point. I don't know. (sighs) My gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Almost completely off the rails. Almost completely off the rails. You once rode a backhoe. Nicely done. Nicely done. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. That was well done. Eric is on my, uh, on the uh, DOAE show at direct site. So if you go to DO, uh, Nicole, if you go to the uh, DOAE show page um, on Facebook, she's over there texting and tweeting and commenting on that side. See. Da, 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 da. Well, see, there's a difference between a back hoe and a front hoe. Um, the front hoe is just more in your face. <laughs> uh, she likes to, she likes to come quickly, and uh, collect her money very, very quickly. Anyway, <sighs> actually, what I should say is, uh, what's the difference between a front hoe and a back hoe? Twenty bucks, same as downtown. That is how it's rightfully done. Anyway, show's about to start back again. <laughs> we'll hit you up when the, when the sound starts. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Fox News. Fox News has now announced that they're going to support CNN in their lawsuit against Donald Trump and say that they'll file court briefings to back them up. 
White House, uh, if you don't know, the White House suspended Jim Acosta's credentials. Basically, all that means is that Jim Acosta now has to go through a full security check and get a temporary badge if he ever wants to go back into the press room. Because Jim Acosta is Jim Acosta, and Jim Acosta loves him some Jim Acosta almost as much as a girl who uh, a girl in a dorm room loves to uh, love to pull a man a man's pants down and stick a penis in her face and then call it rape. Um, Jim Acosta really loves Jim Acosta. So, and he also likes to grandstand. And as such, because he likes to grandstand and not actually ask a question, but instead give a five-minute diatribe, and then say, isn't that right? He has been kicked out of the press room, and his uh, his credentials have been revoked. Oh, yeah, he also, you know, assaulted the White House intern that was trying to take the mic from him because he was told to sit down, um, that he would not be getting any more questions answered. See, if he had just sat down, um, he'd have been fine. Wouldn't have had a problem. Other things uh, that's funny about this, they're claiming, you know, what, what is it, the Fifth Amendment rights? Anyway, they're they're claiming that the, this is a violation of the freedom of the press. Um, the problem with that is CNN can always just get another anchor in there. They just don't want Jim Acosta. That's all they're saying. We can't, we don't want Jim Acosta. Too bad. No more Jim Acosta Acostifying. Acosticizing. We can't be accosted by Acosta anymore. How many ways can I use Acosta tonight? That is the question. Um, so with the fact that his press pass is gone, um, CNN filed a lawsuit saying that, you know, we're going to file a lawsuit, First Amendment rights, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is uh, freedom of the press, yada, yada, yada. The White House can't do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, they can. Actually, they can they can revoke security clearances for pretty much anything. Um, there's no real reason that Jim Acosta can't report about the White House outside of the White House. That's it. Uh, so, that's it. I mean, Jim Acosta is Jim Acosta, and Trump is Trump, and the White House has decided that Jim Acosta can no longer Jim Acosta the White House. CNN, find a new anchor. Find a new anchor that isn't going to grandstand for 10 minutes and then ask, is that right? Um, find a person that's actually willing to ask questions and not assault interns that are trying to get the mic out of your hand so that they could pass it to another reporter who's also wanting to ask questions. Maybe then, Jim Acosta, maybe then, if you learn, you might be able to get a temporary pass and go back in and talk to the president one more time. In other news, a Democratic leader uh, is asked how they will pay for health care plans. And her response, you see, Seema Nanda the CEO of the Democratic National Committee had a surprising response when the press asked uh, how Democrats plan to pay for Medicare for All, a plan for universal health care that many are advocating. Just how do you answer the cost question? Nanda made the comment while uh, speaking at a Yahoo Finance All Market Summit on Tuesday. Um, 
You see, there was a quote, there has been some analysis, some third-party analysis of all Medicare for uh, of a Medicare for All program. This is coming from Rick Newman of Yahoo Finance. Leave it to Yahoo Finance to actually ask a question that the DNC will answer. Quote, what it would look like, how much... Uh, how much it would cost is the big issue. And here's how she responded. It would be very expensive. Um, if it, if So if this is going to be a winning issue for Democrats in 2020, how do you answer the question and how are you going to pay for this? Because there have been credible studies that say it would cost $3 trillion a year. Would you have to double everybody's taxes or maybe triple everybody's taxes just how do you answer the cost question her response so i don't think we're there yet nanda offered quote i think we saw a republican party this republican party she continued is we saw an irresponsible tax cut and then we saw an immediate pivot that they did toward it uh towards it was in a statement by Mitch McConnell that shortly before the election, but statements that they've been making all along that they plan to go after Medicare, Social Security, and Medic. Wow, that is not a good sentence. Um, quote, it is this president that is causing... Anyway, she didn't answer, she didn't answer, she didn't answer, she didn't answer. She didn't answer, she didn't answer, she didn't answer. And then she finally answered, so your answer is, I don't know, because nobody's even thought about it, but these are all big questions to be asked. Basically, uh, blame Republicans, blame Republicans, blame Republicans, blame Republicans, blame Republicans, Mitch McConnell is a turtle, blame Republicans, Uh, hate Trump, blame Republicans, the tax cut was bad, blame Republicans, um, we can't pay for it, so we're just going to keep on blaming Republicans because that's all we can do because that's what gives us the votes, and you guys love it, don't you? You love it. Blame Republicans because you love it. Here's the problem with this. Uh, you can't. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. We can't even afford the tax cuts that our president gave because he's not willing at all This is a bad thing. He's not willing to cut even 1% of spending. Not even 1%. Yes, he got rid of a ton of regulations. Yes, because of the corporate tax cut, you are going to see revenues from taxes increase um, over the next year. But because of the tariffs and because of the fact that the government is spending money almost as bad, if not worse in many cases, as the Democrats did under Barack Obama, one of the biggest issues you're going to have here is you're going to have absolutely no money. Zero. Zero money. Tax cuts do not help us if you keep pushing our debt. And if you combine Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, all of the welfare stuff that we deal with, that's 60% of our budget annually. And by budget, I mean the deficit. 
And by deficit, I mean the money that we can't pay back. 60% of the money that we spend on an annual basis is all domestic spending for welfare, relief, and other such things. But mainly, Medicare, Social Security, and Medicaid. And guess what? It is not solvent. While my parents might be able to use it, and I think they do, I think they do. I won't be able to. Five years from now, the people that are the people that are retiring might be able to. But the people in their 30s, the people in their 40s, they're not going to be able to use this. It's exactly, it's unfunded liabilities. They don't want to hear from the normal people, but then again, nobody, see, when we push for, for tax cuts, you know, everybody's, yay, tax cuts, on the, on the right and on the libertarian side and the smaller government side where, yay, tax cuts, that means, you know, that we're spending less money. No, it doesn't mean we're spending less money. It means we don't have as much money coming in if you push it to a certain extent. Although, at this point, the taxes that are going to come in next year are actually going to be raised above the year before, but that's because of corporate spending and everything else and people hiring and the fact that we have the lowest unemployment rates ever for, like, since the 50s? I think since the 50s, yeah. Um, So, we are going to have the U.S. government get higher tax revenues from lower taxes, But it's nothing, it's nothing in comparison to the amount of debt and deficit that we have on a daily, annual, a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis that our government spends. Not only do we have so many redundant regulatory um, bureaus offices, administrations, inside of administrations. It's it's a ne- it's a Russian nesting pot uh, of bureaucracy. Not only do we have that everywhere, but you also have Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security. Things that never were solvent and were never meant to be solvent. They were temporary reserves. And we solidified them in our government. And then we started stealing from them to pay for other things. So something that became that was a social safety net became a Ponzi scheme. We can't afford it. And we have to do something to fix it. Now, what do we do? Well, nobody has decided to push legislation forward because it's it's the third rail of government. It's the third rail of politics. Nobody wants to touch it. Nobody wants to do the dirty work to get it done and to make it work right. So how do we make it work right? Well, you have to privatize it. Sad to say, you have to give it, get it out of the government's hands. Not all at once. It has to be progressive. That's a dirty word. It's a dirty word. But it has to be progressive. You have to progressively work people out of the system.
why don't we push people to actually start saving their own money instead of putting it into the government? Give us an opt-out. Speaking of which, that music means there's a break. We'll be opting out for another couple minutes. Hold on tight. Wow, you guys are commenting a lot. That is awesome. Love to see it. Let me see here. You rode a donkey once. The behind the scenes is hysterical. Yes, I'm I'm glad that it is. That's really awesome for you guys. Um I know I know that's your goal. I'm glad that you're stating it. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. That's that's <laughs> Oh, sound bites together for a book deal. Ooh. You are? Oh, I am. Okay, yeah. Just really want to make him laugh a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got to mess with me. I know, I know. You feel accosted by Jim? I feel accosted by Jim. I feel accosted because I had to go through that story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, accosted is not only a name, it is a verb. You you could have a press pass. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, all you got to do is pass the background check, really, I think, and just be a part of some sort of media outlet. I, I think I could. Oh, you know what? I could get you credentials. Let's get you credentials. That'd be awesome. See, yeah, they've already spent the money. The social security that we have there, it's already, that's already, like the social security I pay into is is paying for people my dad's age and, and, and above. <sighs> um, If you live off the government, technically you're not supposed to get a tax refund, but what they do because of the, situations that they have if you make less than x amount and you have so many kids um technically uh what is it you get these uh automatic money it's not really a refund at that point it's not a refund you see um if you have x amount of kids it's not a refund it's it's a bonus it's a benefit so you're actually you're just getting paid by the government every year and then um, all the time throughout the year as a as a subsidy a subsidy and then, um, yeah then then the government just decides to give you an extra bonus check, and so people that live off of the government that also get uh, tax breaks and tax benefits and all of that jazz yeah it's not that they um, get a refund it's not a refund because their money was never taxed by the government they were getting tax money to begin with. Um, I mean, honestly, that's, I, I would actually say that, you know, anybody who works in the military shouldn't be taxed because of that same point. I mean, it makes sense to me anyway. I don't know. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. This is the last segment. I'm sorry to say it is the last segment of the show, but you can always check out all the latest that we have articles and other such things are being posted. You can go back and listen to us. Um, 
all of our stuff is posted on our website through uh, through the Spreaker app. Uh, we also segment it out, so you don't get uh, you may not get the behind the scenes stuff, but at least you get all four segments that we produce um, for the hour that we play. You can go find us at doaeshow.com. That's doaeshow.com. And by the way, while you're there, go to the shop that we have. You can get some great mugs, some shirts, great gift ideas, bags for those people that you know are eco-friendly and they like to take grocery bags and things like that. It has a great eagle on it, DOA show at the bottom. It's all there, all for you, all at a great price. And guess what? I'm probably going to put out a discount code here right before the Black Friday. And I might even throw in a couple different new shirts and things like that. So keep in mind, keep it in check. Make sure that's what's going on. Check back at the show because I'll be I'll be releasing those things for you guys right before Black Friday. Actually, on my birthday, I'll be releasing um, a promo code. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to be releasing a promo code on my birthday, which is uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So keep in mind, keep listening. Also, I've got a great guest coming up. Um, wrote an awesome book. I hope... I hope that uh, that I can actually read the book entirely when it goes on. What are you talking about, Nicole? Yeah, I, I okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I I know. I know. I have a I have a radio announcer voice, and then I have a regular voice, and I have a couple other voices, and I make make joke voices. I know. I know. Just don't tell Jonathan. Jonathan was pretty upset with you, Erica. He was very upset about those things. It was good times. Anyway, so a um, couple quick things I wanted to hit on before the show ends. Um, apparently, everybody remembers Broward County, but they also remember Parkland, uh, which is where it all started, where all the big news story about Broward County really started in the sheriff's department because they have such great sheriffs there. <sighs> but apparently, a family of Parkland, uh, one of the one of the families of the victims, um, which can't say I blame them for trying to, you know, sue people and things like that, but they're attempting to sue the federal government for neglecting to stop the massacres. Hold on. The federal government is being sued because the federal government did not stop the school shooting. The failure was not in the federal government. They're they're using the the, the logic of because the FBI was called on the boy, um, that the FBI should have known, um, except for the fact that um, everybody makes mistakes. But at the same point in time, this kid had had multiple run-ins with the local law enforcement um, the sheriff's county knew the sheriff's department knew about this kid. He had multiple problems in school. The school system, the school system, and the sheriff's department should be the people that you're looking toward uh, firing, suing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But wait, doesn't the federal government have more money? No, no, it doesn't have more money. Stop trying to sue the federal government. They don't have money. It's my money. It is your money. You're suing the populace of America. 
because of something tragic that happened in a local area. Why don't you file charges against the, the sheriff who knew about this? Why don't you file charges against the school system who knew about this? You could even file possible criminal charges against the parents. But the parents themselves said that he was a troubled kid, and the parents themselves said that they were trying to get him help. So the fact that everyone failed from the bottom up, and you're going to go to the highest authority possible, which, by the way, technically is should not happen in this case. The federal government should never have been involved. This should have always been a local matter. And it only became a major issue when he started threatening school shootings. Yeah, tragedy does breed stupidity. But this this is more than stupidity. This is vindictive nature. This is a family that's that's out for blood and money. Technically blood money. Because the FBI didn't stop this guy. What was the FBI going to do? There was no credible, there was no actual threat that they could follow up on. The, the sheriff's department decided that they weren't going to file any of the reports. The school decided that they were going to keep the kid in school, even though he was doing all those horrible things. They decided that they were going to just overlook his issues because they wanted to make sure to try and keep a profile of, of low crime and low issue. And then when the shooting happened, the Broward County sheriffs and deputies decided not to go into the school and not to save those people. They decided to stand outside, shivering in their boots. For what? Over an hour after the shooting stopped? No. You can't blame the federal government for that. You can blame those deputies, which were fired. Well, one of them was. And you can blame the sheriff, who should not be reelected. And while we're at it, why don't you fire your every public official and rehire new ones? Because they're all corrupt, and it's all stupid. Speaking of stupid and corrupt, Michael Avenatti was arrested for domestic abuse. You see, the creepy porn lawyer is looking for a new nickname. But that's well below his issues right now. Law enforcement sources say that Avenatti was arrested on Wednesday today after his estranged wife filed a felony uh, domestic violence report um, and we're told her face was swollen and bruised. See, after beating his ex-wife, <laughs> um, you know, uh, Mike insisted she hit him first, but she totally deserved it. You see, this is the type of person that was representing a porn star. This is the type of person that was going to start vying for a candidacy in the Democratic Party. And you know what? He might still make it 
because of Spartacus. If you don't remember Cory Booker, Spartacus, you should remember his domestic violence and assault charges that he's weaseled out of every time there's been an election come into play. Crud. So Avenatti is, uh, has been arrested. And, uh, you know, he's going there and, you know, he told security he brought, uh, brought her inside of the building and showed up. Five minutes later, he ran out chasing her out and screaming, she hit me first, she hit me first. This is bullshit. This is effing bullshit. 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 Yeah. And that's just how it is. You know, I should have started the show with this, uh, Erica, because if I had started the show with this, that tag would have been all over. And you know what? You should start it tonight. Start it tonight and uh, make sure the doc sees it because I'm sure um, Avenatti 2020 slogans um, are definitely in the works for the morning jackholes um, because, uh, you know, I'm a little late night. They don't seem to stay awake for me. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just too young. They like the older men. Anyway. (laughs) Goodness gracious. I'll tell you what, guys. As always, it's been a blast to have you here. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. For all the stuff that's been going on. You think him, Mooch, and Trump should share a cell one day? I don't know. Maybe. Um... I haven't seen Trump really beat a woman, so... Uh, and Mooch, yeah. yeah. The Mooch. The Mooch. Uh, he, he did some violent things, but... Um, yeah. Looks like uh, we got a couple stop-bys, which is kind of great. But anyway... You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism, guys. Check us out. We are on the web. You can find us on all the social medias. Forward slash DOE show. Forward slash DOAE show. oh man you guys just need to get on and read the comments it's amazing we will see you very soon good night more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark.